Hello everyone and welcome to Light Talk. Today I'm sitting down with one of my closest friends and we are going to talk about cultural differences, dating, red flags, aches, turn-ons and a whole bunch of other things. So stay tuned and let me introduce you to everyone so this is my guest today hi guys my name is sanduni all right sanduni let's let's start with who you are and what you do okay so um i'm 24 years old um i'm trying to be a doom girly you know try to eat healthy um yeah and i love a good nap so whenever i'm not doing any of those things or at work you'll find me sleeping passed out somewhere and dislikes, Ooh. way too many. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> I really dislike obnoxious people. If I could say that, I mean, I think we're all with you, right? Yeah. Here. Funny though, I feel like some girls are really attracted to that, like bad boy attitude. I don't know, like the the. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, some but I wasn't girls. even talking about it in like guy terms. I was talking about it in like just girl general. terms. Yeah, <laughs> just maybe it's just is that an a- attraction for you? Like if a guy is being like obnoxious and no. like you know rude, is that no? I'd be like fuck you. I'm not. I don't want you. Like <laughs> <laughs> what? <are> you? <laughs> yeah. Because like I feel like girls say that, but then when it comes down to it, and if a guy treats you like really shit, they're more attracted to that than a. Uh, and, and you cannot say that that's not the case for you. Yeah, because that's true. <laughs> I remember... So, she went on a date with this guy. And the one bad thing that she had to say about this guy is that he was too boring. Too vanilla. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she was like, he was so nice. He was too nice. What? Remember that guy? Who was he? I think he was working at Coles or Woolworth or something. You went oh, my God. <laughs> remember and and the worst thing that he could have done is the fact that he was too nice to you no it wasn't the fact that he was too nice he was he was boring yeah he just seemed so vanilla bland and like i know like you know you meet people that have like no life experiences or they're just like on their like little path and that's it like they don't know anything outside of that and that's the kind of person he was and I mean, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. It's, yeah. it's just, I, I remember that being <laughs> one of the I reasons. I forgot about him. <laughs> uh, I remember every single date this woman went on. Like, oh I can remember even just you mentioning one guy to me yeah. for one tiny reason and I would remember. All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, now, the first question that I wanted to ask you about is, being someone that comes from a conservative family, did you find it hard to live in an Aussie teenage lifestyle oh for sure like my parents are like super cultural and it was so hard navigating that when you're like young and you have all these western um influences you know from like social media and like high school but then obviously you've got the community and like your parents from the other side so it was really hard and I don't think I really realized until maybe like my later teen years so like high school years um where when like you know obviously you are more influenced by the people around you 
and then you go and try to talk about that things with like your parents and obviously they don't understand the way that they can't relate yeah they don't understand the side that i'm coming from or they'd be like that's stupid that's dumb like no i'm not gonna (laughs) let you do that you know but i think um just so anyone who can't actually because this is you can't really see what we look like we're two brown guilds Mm-hmm. That are coming from Sri Lanka. Um, so that's where our conservative families are coming from. But how did this affect your social skills interacting with new people? Like, you know, make it hard for you to, like, go out there and meet new people. Were you scared? Because, like, you know, obviously it's it, you guys are not as open, things like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, uni, I think, was that big eye-opening moment where it was, like, you know, I finally have that freedom. Like, after high school, my my mom was like, okay, you've grown up now, so you can decide what you, like, you believe is, like, we've taught you what values and beliefs we hold, and it's up to you to decide which path you want to take. But obviously, even though she said that, <laughs> you know, from the, um, that's what was, she was saying, but that's not necessarily what she was showing with her actions and stuff. And so, like, going to uni and meeting all these other, like, because I went to a pretty close-knit uni and it was a lot of um, white people, if I must say. And so, like, meeting them and, like, them inviting you to things or, like, having sleepovers and stuff, I wasn't really, like, allowed to go to sleepovers even like after high school my mom still would be like no you can't do that you can't do this um so it did affect a lot of it and like obviously we didn't have the same experiences as them so it just felt like I was left out a little bit um when they were talking about certain things you know yeah yeah I get that so now you you kind of touched on the dating part a bit but has dating been a challenge coming from a brown family? Uh, for sure. Because, like, in my mum's, uh, like, eyes, she sees, like, you go on a date. Not even a date, actually. I don't know how she expects us to meet, but she expects you to go see this person and then be with that person, marry them, and then that's it, you know? But that's not, that's obviously not how dating works. I mean, we days. wish that was the case. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish I met my soulmate like that, because I would have met him like five years ago, but <laughs> obviously that didn't happen. Um, so, yeah. Um, I've never really told them that I go on dates and stuff, or I obviously have to hide it and like tell them that I'm going to go see a friend and stuff. And I don't know, I've, was telling a friend this the other day like I realized there's so many small moments in our life that our parents don't really get to witness because they aren't obviously they come from a certain background and it's hard for them to like open up their mind and you know try to listen to another perspective but like I wish like I could have told them about you know my first heartbreak or my first boy crush or how a date went or how like this boy was treating me on a date or just like little minuscule things that I wish I could have just gone up to my mum and like told her um I guess I would never have those experiences you know and that just saddens me a little but that's what it is and you can't really change it that's true but I mean you learn from it and you you can do better for your kids I guess yeah for sure 
One thing that I wanted to know is now that you're coming from a brown family, what are the tricks and tips you would give your younger self if you could? Or like anyone like, you know, coming from a brown community, what are the tips and tricks that you have learned so far? Like... <laughs> From dating. <laughs> just about dating? <laughs> just about dating. Let's let's get into the other things later. But okay. just like, what are the tricks? Like, I do know there's this one famous one where don't let a guy pull up close, like, in front of your house. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I never let a guy... Like, I've never given out my address to a single guy in my life. Like, that's just a no-go zone. Um, I would just tell them to park at, like, the petrol station, like, down the road or something. And I'll meet them there. Um... But tips and tricks, ooh, just just be really open-minded and go into the dating. Like, I don't think I started properly dating until maybe a couple of years ago. Probably because we, I was growing up with that, like, um, mindset of, like, you know, meeting one person and marrying them. And so I really, like, closed myself off from having that experience. And until I was like, you know what? let me go on a date like it's not gonna harm me it's not gonna harm the other person like it's just a date you know just like I have guy friends that I go out and have din- dinner with I could ha- go out with a stranger and have dinner with um so yeah don't limit yourself just because of your parents beliefs make sure you actually do go on dates and experience it for yourself um and dating isn't a bad thing like you learn so much about you or people around you or um just even about the world and like you might have never met people from that kind of society or like that background with those experiences if it hadn't been for like going on a date with them you know um and tips babes just tell them that you're going going to see a friend if they say who what friend just have a friend that you used to have that you don't hang out with anymore and just repeat their name um Uh, don't make the mistake of um giving out a name that they have potentially the number of because they could call them up that's true and also that they know like where they live or something because my parents when i was not necessarily these days but like I said, a couple years ago, it was like, I need your address. When you arrive there, I need a message. When you leave there, I need a message. So like, don't <laughs> tell a name that doesn't match the address of a person that you've been to. Like, oh, I also, sorry, you should get a part-time job that just is like all over the shop. So you can say that you're going to work, get dressed for work, go into your car, get changed and then go wherever you need to go, you know? I used to do that, especially to come to your house. I don't know if you remember. To come even, to my house? Yeah. Even, um, was it your, your hen's night? I'm pretty sure I told my parents that I was going to work. And oh, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that because your parents didn't like me at that yeah, time? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. I used to be a smoker. So he, her parents were not very thrilled on sending <laughs> their daughter to come and see me. Um, yeah. So she had to lie. Yeah, I had to lie a couple of times to come and see you. Yeah. I completely forgot about that one. <laughs> because anyone who doesn't know, she's a very, very independent girl. She loves doing things herself. Now, what are the challenges you have faced with being an independent woman and how do you overcome it? Challenges. Like, I'm more so going on dates and, like, the expectations you have mm-hmm. about men. Like, 
there are certain expectations you set because I feel like you're a very independent person. Yeah, but also because like nobody wants a bare minimum, you know. You have to have some sort of standards. Yeah. And if we're talking, are we talking about about it in like a dating sense or like just in general, like me being independent and things that I've had to overcome? Let's say in general. Okay, well, in general, like I'm the oldest child. I have a brother who's seven years younger than me. Um, So growing up, like, Obviously, my parents relied on me a lot, and um, we had just moved from Sri Lanka, and, you know, like, my parents weren't financially independent, so if I wanted something, I couldn't really go and ask them for the money for it, so I felt like I had to go, not fend for myself, but I had to go, like, find it myself, you know? So I was, like, so hell-bent on, like, getting a job, getting my license, getting a car, so I could have that independence because otherwise I I would just be stuck at home. Like, without a car, like, my parents were never free to just drive me around to, you know, like, the station or whatever. Um, And at that time I was, like, so proud of myself for, like, being able to do all that for myself. But now, looking back, I'm like, maybe I was a little bit too independent, you know, for my sake. Yeah, and I feel that too. I feel like it's it's good to be independent, but sometimes we tend to overdo it. And yeah. that seems to give out a signal to people thinking, oh, she can handle everything mm-hmm. by herself. And that's not the message you want to give necessarily. Yeah. Because then people... Yeah, because being independent can also seem very like you're in your masculine energy because, you know, you're doing everything for yourself. Um, yeah, so... And people se- seem to sort of like take that as a negative yeah, about you. Exactly. See, that's the one thing I don't understand. Like, I thought men wanted independent women. But then, no, they want someone who's relying on them to kill a fucking spider. <laughs> I can do it myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> I saw this TikTok the other day, actually, where it was like, um, men want independent women in the sense that they don't need that man 24-7 with them. That Men need to feel like there's someone depending on them so it's not the financial independence that or whatever independence that they're looking for it's more like she can go out do her own thing like go out you know friends whatever doesn't need him there a hundred percent of the time is what they mean by independence apparently okay um i don't really get that but yes okay sure um (laughs) Well, I don't know. Men are still a mystery to me. So we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> Even after someday. being married for 10 years. I know. Being married to one for 10 years, I still am trying to figure this man out. So the best date that you have had and what made it the best. Okay. So there's two dates that come to mind when you say the best dates. Okay. They've both happened in the city um, and it... They actually both involve the NGV as well, which is so random. But what's but an NGV? NGV is the National Gallery of Victoria. Of course. <laughs> I should have known that. Okay. So, um, the best day was, uh, well, both of them was like, we went to the NGV, had a walk around, and then 
we went and the first guy that I had like one of the best dates with was um, like right before COVID hit and he had just moved to Melbourne so he didn't really know much about here so we went to the gallery and then we walked around the city and like we picked out lollies together and went to KFC because if anyone knows me I love KFC, okay? She's a KFC girl. Yeah. Get her a bucket and she'll be fine. <laughs> no, I don't want a bucket. I she want a burger. Buckets, no, no, no. She, she loves the... What, what burger is it? It's a double tender. Oh, double tender. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so we got KFC and um, he went... Like, we went to the station and he waited until my train came. And, yeah, it was just so nice. Like, just activities that you would just do with anyone you know yeah. just really mundane but i don't know there was just something about it and was then it, was it the conversation or yeah was it, probably what made it more special than any other date would you say is it just the fact that you guys clicked and you guys just yeah we clicked like he was asking me questions i was asking him questions like everything just went smoothly you know um and then the other date we went to NGV as well and then we went and got lunch and this date really stood out to me because um I don't know from like past experiences I've noticed that a lot of guys or like because I tend to have a or tend to go for people that aren't really from our cultural background and I've tend to notice that most of them don't have the common knowledge of like setting a table like getting my fork and knife in place and pouring me a glass of water and you know I know that sharing mindset that we have in our community and with this guy like we got pizzas and he was like oh you do you want to share and I was like yeah sure let's share and like that was like the first time that someone has mentioned sharing before I've mentioned it to them yeah. and then yeah it was just so like easy going and then we went to another gallery afterwards and sat at a park and yeah it was just so nice um I don't know what it was about them but it I was... think it was just like that you guys clicked like there's nothing more attractive than a person that you can share a conversation with yeah. I would say like so Anyone out there, um, if you guys are listening, any boys out there, just keep it interesting. Yeah, keep don't, it interesting. Don't just do the awkward silence thing. Make sure you have those, like, basics down. Yeah. Like, set the table, you know. <laughs> pour the needs. girls a glass of water before yours. Like, don't just pour your glass. Make I sure you like ask to share of- Okay, um, worst date and why? Oh, okay. So it was with this guy. Um, I think we talked for a couple, at least three or four weeks before we went on this date. He wanted to come and like go for dessert in my area. And I said no, because even though like I'm very open-minded about dating and all that, I still don't like show that side of me to our community and there's a lot of brown people in my area and I didn't really want anyone to like see me and like you know spread rumors about me because um getting dessert is a cold word isn't it is it no oh oh, it's not we literally got dessert okay (laughs) 
is it frozen frozen ice or something? No, frozen, frozen coke. coke. That's that's <laughs> <laughs> somebody told me this. Somebody said like if somebody asks you for frozen late coke. night late night frozen coke, yeah. that means they they want to get some. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like um, so this was actually dessert. That, dessert. This was not frozen coke. No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> And, yeah, so we were like, okay, I don't want to do it in my area. So we went all the way to Springvale, okay? I live in the West. We drove all the way to Springvale in separate cars. Went to the date and the cashiers at this um, dessert place was like, oh, sorry, no card, cash only. And this guy didn't have cash with him. So obviously I paid for it, uh, which is fine. Like, I'm more than willing to pay for, like, you know, a date. Um, and then the conversation that whole night, I was like, oh my God, this day is going so slow. Like, I just want to get out of here. Like it was so boring the whole time. He was just talking about his basic ass, like Subaru or I can't even, I think it was a Volkswagen actually. Yeah. And like, I was like, fuck me. Like, I don't want to <laughs> talk about cars this much, you know? Um, fair enough. Fair and enough. then, yeah. And then the day ended like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, the shortest date I've ever been on as well. It was, like, a one and a half hours. And we just said goodbye, and he went his way, and I went my way, and he never messaged, and I didn't even bother messaging, because, yeah. He was just not it. <laughs> yeah, it was not it. <laughs> funny you should mention the, the car story. Like, there was this guy that I went on a date with, and he said something about a Land Cruiser, and, like, you know, as you know, we used to have one, so I asked him straight up, was it land cruiser 80 series or 79 and this guy was so impressed with me for knowing that he's like oh my gosh you know about your cars and i was like that's all i know <laughs> but i think some guys find that very attractive where like they have that common ground about a car or something yeah um yeah not for us ladies no <laughs> i mean maybe if there, there is a car girl out there then she would love that yeah but I guess each not them. me. And like, you got to ask questions about me as well. Just not talk about yourself, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Something that the other person could do that is an immediate turn on. Turn on? Turn on. Ooh. Like, for some girls, is that it's the reverse thing. Like, if he reverses, he puts his arm... Mm-hmm. Like on the passenger seat and then turns back rather yeah. than using the <laughs> the rear view mirror, <laughs> the, the rear view mirror or like the the camera. Uh-huh. Like apparently that's a turn on for some girls. Okay, ooh turn ons. Like I said, setting the table up would I'll be like, oh shit. Okay, he knows where it's like. <laughs> no, um, just basic stuff like not letting me walk on the on the roadside instead of like. You know, oh, the yeah, house that's an side. important one for you. Yeah. She has this weird thing about, like, if you walk with her, <laughs> you have to put her on the safe side of the road. Yeah. Like, what? I... Like, no, it's things <laughs> that guys should... Or just people in general should know, you know? So if, you, if we were walking alongside yeah would you expect me to do that too no because okay. we're friends okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in our case like it doesn't matter no we, okay it's just a guy, a guy yeah it's just to... a date thing okay um <laughs> oh we have a little girl snoring out here oh yeah that's that's a little girl cleo yeah um anyways ten ons so it's it's the sherry mm-hmm. it's the sidewalk yeah um, Let's give one more. 
I feel like... No, there's so many on my list. I just don't know why it's so hard. Is there like a particular thing that a person could do? <laughs> She's like really snoring. <laughs> like something that they could do like as soon as you meet them. That like the first interaction. That will be a turn on for you. Actually, this recent, very recent date... Um, I had to pick him up from the station because apparently <laughs> I tend to go out with guys that can't drive or don't have a car or some sort of thing, you know, <laughs> these days. Um, anyways, I had to pick him up from the station and like usually they would just walk to the passenger side and get in, you know. But this guy like walked to my side of the car and like obviously I was like, oh, what's going on? So I opened my door and like he gave me a hug and that was really nice, you know, because... I feel like when you, because <laughs> I've had so many dates where I've had to pick up the guy lately, I've like I haven't had that opportunity to have like a hug with someone at like the beginning of a yeah. date because they just get into your car and that's and then it. the conversation continues from there. Yeah, and it doesn't really yeah. That yeah, you sense. don't have that physical like hug or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So those are the three. Okay. Then they're, they're very basic. I don't. I mean, I really any guy could do list. this, but the fact that most guys don't do it is a yeah. bit... Yeah. Um, something that the other person could do that is an immediate ick. Um, Let's give three for that as well. Okay. Not setting up the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot do that. No. <laughs> Go. Um, an ick. Ooh. Like something that would immediately turn you off like that, which would make you want to end the, end the date. Like, whereas you would know... This is not going anywhere. If they're like smokers or vapors or something, then I'm like, oh no, like immediate turn off. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no. Just not my type thing, you know? Um, what are some other icks? Oh, if they don't have a car or a license, <laughs> <laughs> that's an ick. <laughs> No more. I'm not giving any more chances to those guys. I'm sorry. Like, I'm at an age where you should have a license and a car. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Oh, if they um ask for your snap, I'm like, see you later, bye. Um, What's wrong with a snap? Or is it, like, because that's, like, a red flag? Yeah, it is a red flag. Okay. Yeah, so if you, like, if we're talking on, like, a dating app or something, and then you go, do you have snap? I'll be like, bye, see you, never. Um, (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Okay, so they should be asking for Instagram or, like, Yeah, or a tech, like, a phone number or something, you know? Um, Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. (laughs) Advice? For someone that is entering the dating world fresh. Like, I feel like when I started the dating scene Mm -hmm. and I was out of practice, obviously, I've never dated, like, before that. You gave me some pretty good advice, so I feel like... Okay. You would have some good advice. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten a lot of my friends (laughs) on the dating game, to be honest. And like I said before... um, Honestly, just go on dates. Because don't think of it as you meeting a guy or like you meeting your boyfriend for the first time just go out with someone just for the sake of the experience like you never know you can what you can learn about whatever you know about 
life, the world, yourself, or other people that you might have never learned from, you know, from other situations. Um, I remember, like, <laughs> this is such a weird and interesting fact, but um, Melbourne, the city, has a grid in the middle of the city. If you haven't heard of it, it's called the Hoddles Grid. And basically, each main road that's, like, parallel to each other um, is, like, King William, Queen Elizabeth. So, Mm -hmm. like, I never knew that. Like, that's such an interesting fact to know. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like it's so random and you don't need it in life, but it's it's so cool. And You learned that on a date? Yeah, I did. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So, there you go. (laughs) You learn different things and... um, and it's a learning experience, I yeah. would say. Well, that's all the questions for today. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for coming in and uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Bye.